Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Well, good morning. This is Brent Eckert. <laughs> Sitting alongside me is Mr. Jacques Daniel. How are you this morning, Jacques? Good morning. I'm awake. <laughs> Sometimes that's hard to say when you got so many kids, right? <laughs> I know the feeling. It was one of those mornings. So, well, welcome to all you out there. Um, this morning, we are coming to you live from uh, the Mustard Seed in Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, got a great great lineup today kind of really excited about uh everybody we have coming on today we got some really uh, interesting discussions a little bit of church revival how to revive the parishes uh a little bit of talk from the beautiful uh individuals up at the university of mary my uh my home stomping grounds i actually was up at college there so it'd be kind of nice uh, to touch base and see kind of some things that uh that they've got going on up there and also an interview with uh the abbott house so a lot of really interesting stuff so we're just excited for people uh, to be joining us this morning. But as always, um, what I would say is let's start in prayer, right? Um, so we're going to go ahead uh, and start this morning. Jacques, if you would lead us. Yes, I will. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. <sighs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for uh, the gift of frost and chill. And thank you for the ways that you provide for us. I just ask that you would be with us, be with our guests. pray that you would open uh, the ears of our hearts to hear the ways that you were at work and the ways that you were calling us closer to you. And Mary, most holy mother, pray and intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 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 Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, well, we've got our first guest, so we're just going to jump right in. Uh, we got Glenn Gower uh, joining us today. How are you this morning, Glenn? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys? Uh, doing well. I mean, I can't complain. It's a it's it's a brisk morning. I can handle it. We got there's no snow really on the ground, and we're in the middle of December. So um, for some people, uh, not much of what they want. But for me, I can handle it. It's making life a little easier to get things done around the house. I'll say that. Um, so, uh, Glenn, uh, talking today about uh, Mission Blueprint reviving the church. Um, so we're just going to say, uh, just give us a little information about yourself. Tell tell our listeners about you. Sure. I am a farm kid. My mom and dad had 13 kids, a smaller family. And um, in 1974, when I was three, my father passed away. So can you imagine the scenario? A uh, huge family living on a farm. Dad died. Uh, going down the road when I was 19 years old, I was confronted with this idea that God might be real. 
So when I investigate, is God really real? And I made a retreat named Search up in Aberdeen at Presentation College, and that confirmed uh, these thoughts of God being real. And a couple of years later, I decided, as a Roman Catholic, to give my whole life to the person of Jesus Christ. And I, I wasn't necessarily influenced by non-Catholics, but it just seemed like the right thing to do. I think that's what all the saints did. So on March 25th, 1990, uh, three people laid hands on me, which is not your traditional Catholic experience, right? And uh, all of a sudden, uh, God started moving in my whole being, and it was a life-changing moment. So at that moment, on March 25th, 1990, I knew I would no longer be playing drums for Bon Jovi, which was my overall goal in life, right? So uh, eventually I went on that ministry, um, graduated at Franciscan University, and then I began working for the Diocese of Rapid City in 1996. That's where I met you, Jacques, fall of 1996. And I worked for the Diocese uh, for about four years. I actually worked for a Protestant church camp for two years, taught religion for seven, and then I joined Focus Ministries in 2008. My wife and I did. I did Focus for about nine years. Inside of Focus, there was this yearning, this calling to start a ministry and get really into my wheelhouse. And so that's just a quick snapshot of the last, I don't know, 30-some years. <laughs> So most people don't know this, but uh, Glenn Gower was the youth minister at the cathedral when I was a senior in high school. So <laughs> I graduated in 1997. So that year, going into my senior year, Gower was the was the youth minister, and that's right. Uh, he's besides uh, the Holy Spirit and the Triune God, he's the main man. <laughs> responsible for uh, where I am today. So my conversion... You give me too much credit. Maybe we'll have... Well, maybe we'll have time for that story later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jacques, I'll never forget the phone call. Jacques called me. I don't remember what day of the week, but he called me and I was exhausted and he had all these questions. I think you were a college at that time, weren't you? Yeah, so the way that it worked was I, I got super involved in search... Uh, because of, of, you know, confirmation retreat requirement, and then Glenn was the youth minister, and he played guitar, and I was just learning to play guitar, and he saw that in me and and invited me to come and help with music, and and, uh, so I got super connected to the Catholic community, but I didn't really know my faith, and I went away to college, and this was before, you know, Focus had just started, but they weren't, right. you know, on in the Black Hills area like they are now. The Newman Centers didn't exist. There were Newman clubs, but they weren't super active. And, uh, yeah, Catholics weren't thinking about campus ministry very much <laughs> at that point. But the Protestants were, and I got plugged into this non-denominational um, group on campus and was on my way out of the church. And uh, I got invited by a friend to the University of Mary for a life in the spirit retreat and, uh, and just had an amazing encounter with the church and with the Holy spirit and came back to the campus of black Hill state university and just had this desire to pray and to read the scriptures. And 
I started having these conversations about some of the charismatic events that happened at this retreat and, uh, you know, some of my Protestant friends. And they started bringing up questions that I didn't really know the answers to. But I knew that Glenn would know the answers to them. And so <laughs> I called Glenn and I didn't tell... I, he, he said I asked a bunch of questions. I asked one question. I asked one question. And Glenn started talking, and we talked for about an hour. And I just remember that day very clearly. I wrote down everything he said as he pulled out the scriptures and just showed the beauty of the church and the, um, you know, the Jesus' desire to have put Peter as Prince of the Apostles and Confession and the Eucharist and Mary and, like, the whole nine yards. It was all there, you know, verse after verse. And, and I got off the phone, and I, I knew that I... I w- wanted to be Catholic. Yeah, that was my first thought. And my second thought was uh, I needed to go to confession. <laughs> my third thought was I'm going to show, I'm going to, I'm going to show my, uh, my Protestant girlfriend, who, you know, who we've been kind of having these conversations, all these notes. And, and, uh, she later became my wife. She later, uh, within a year became Catholic. And, uh, yeah, it was just a crazy, it was a crazy series of events. So God is good. God, Thank good. you, Glenn, for answering answering the phone call. <laughs> well, that moment Jack called me, I was actually sleeping in my chair, like I always fall asleep at night. And I remember him calling, <laughs> and I was half awake. And I remember hanging up, thinking, "I have never sounded so smart in my life. It had to be the Holy Spirit." <laughs> I'm not kidding. I thought, "Wow, that was really good." <laughs> That's what we call the work of the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. That's right. That's where it's at. Yeah. Uh, and I think the topic in and of itself of, of mission, so the headline is Mission Blueprint Reviving the Church. Um, I, I mean, it's it's amazing how things tie together because even this morning as I was driving in, um, there was on Teresa Tamio's show, uh, it was Dr. Edward Sri was uh, talking kind of about the reality of kind of the blue, what's happening in the church, and not even just in the Catholic Church, but in churches in general, um, our Protestant brothers and sisters as well, of just kind of the droves of of people who are walking away from faith. We always hear this term called the nuns, uh, the emergence of the nuns, N-O-N-E-S, and how that's uh, one of the largest affiliations, or lack of affiliation, if you want to say, in regards to faith. Um, so with this idea, with reviving the church, wh- what has driven you to first off um, put this blueprint together? What has kind of driven you towards um, seeing the need for the revival in the church? Well, there's some great things happening in the Catholic Church. But for me, if I could point to one thing that's really missing is this. So few people can define the Holy Spirit. If I I, I ask this question often. Tell me about the Holy Spirit in your life. And people look at me like, dude, you're screwed up. What are you talking about? And that, for me, coincides with 80% of those who get confirmed leave the Catholic Church by age, I don't know, was it 22, 24. And this is a huge problem because Jacques had that experience in, I don't know what year, 97. Seven years before that, I had the same basic experience Jacques did, although different because we're different people. I had the experience with the power of God in my life. And as I began working for the church in 96 in Rapid City, I realized 
the church is filled with people, particularly the leadership, that don't know the person of Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit. And this is the issue. It's not the Novus Ordo. It's not how you receive the Eucharist. Those things are important. And it's not an intellectual movement. You know, a lot of Catholic shows, I'm not talking about real presence necessarily, uh, they talk doctrinal things. A lot of them do. Most of them do. Turn on EWTN, doctrinal. And I, I think of St. Francis Xavier, who needs all this help in the East, and he's trying to appeal to the, the guys in Paris who are doing doctrinal things, thinking, I need help over here while you guys are doing doctrine. So I've deduced, led by the Holy Spirit, people in the Catholic Church who has it all don't have a personal relationship with the Trinity. And that's why we continue to spiral. And not think about what happened to Jacques, what happened to me, a lot of my friends, some of the priests that I know. It was that moment in time where God's Holy Spirit touched them and it changed everything. So that's the inspiration. That's what I desire, for God to touch people. People have an experience with Him. I mean, you think about the word know. To know God doesn't mean intellectually or just. It means to experience Him. And it's a life-changing moment that changes everything. Amen. I mean, I I think you hit... Personally, I think you hit it directly on the head. Um, so I'm a convert myself, um, a convert of eight, eight years, I think it's somewhere around there. Um, but as you kind of said, it's it's the fundamental reality of a relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, because, I mean, we go through, and within my job, I talk to a lot of individuals, and they'll, they'll bring up different ideas in regards to... Uh, like why they're not attending mass anymore and uh but the truth is when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ and you know that you're receiving him in in the eucharist like the idea of walking away from the catholic church is is to me uh un, almost unthinkable i can't imagine not having that in my life uh now have been exposed to it but it does start with that uh with that relationship and i think that is so fundamentally important um And, I mean, I think it's going to be really fun here. We're going to go to a break here shortly, but to come back on the other side of the break and really kind of dive deep into um, ways in maybe which you have been able to uh, facilitate this, but uh, what are things that the churches themselves and the parishes can do to help its parishioners fall in love with the person of Jesus Christ? Um, Because that is fundamentally where our faith starts. So we're going to head to break, and we're going to come back on the other side uh, with Glenn Gower and continue our discussion on uh, Mission Blue blueprint in reviving the church. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. 
Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Well, good morning again. This is Brett Eckert sitting alongside Jacques Daniel. And we are coming to you from the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore in Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, we have Glenn Gower on the line, and we've uh, started to have a conversation uh, in regards to uh, the blueprint for the church. Like, uh, how do we revive our parishes? Um, I think it's captivating because I think everybody and everybody has written books on this uh, within the recent <laughs> within the recent years. Um, I mean, I know up at the cathedral, we we are uh, big fans of Father James Mallon. I know Sherry Wydell has written uh, some stuff. Uh, Curtis Martin has written uh, a book on making missionary disciples. Um, and it all fundamentally, as Glenn started to hit on, was this idea and this, this fundamental reality that it all starts with the relationship of Jesus Christ. And he, he, uh, he shared a little bit on his story, but then he also actually, uh, we were able to hear Jacques and his, uh, a, a small snippet of Jacques' story um, about his experience with the Holy Spirit. Um, so Glenn, now we're going to throw it into your ballpark. How... And what can we do within our parishes and that you have seen that is, is a successful way in to, to, to bring people into this loving encounter with Jesus Christ? The first thing is this. If you don't have a prayer life, don't do anything. And I mean that. If, you don't, if you're not praying every day, that's step number one. Because the biggest problem, I think, in the Christian church is we have a lot of church workers that are doing things that aren't the will of God the Father. So you've got to first Dig in to a prayer life. And I'm not saying five minutes a day. I, just, I don't know if that works. Half hour a day. Maybe start with the rosary. Get into the scriptures and meditate. That's number one. Number two, uh, begin asking God the Father His will for the parish. Lord, what is it that you want me to do? And then when you get an idea of what that looks like, um, then begin praying ahead of time uh, for your pastors that he would receive this. 
whatever it is. Let's just say, I'm going to start a Bible study. Start praying for your pastor ahead of time that he would receive this word that you believe that's from God. Now, I wouldn't go to your pastor and say, God has told me I'm supposed to do a Bible study. Because then it looks like, oh my gosh, that guy's weird. But I would say something like this. I think I'm supposed to start a Bible study. What are your thoughts on that? And, and then, when you start a study, begin creating a community. And bring me in. Bring Jacques in. Bring in people who know the Holy Spirit. Because you can't give someone or something that you don't have. Let me repeat, you can't give someone something that you don't have. I remember when Father Sudas was in Rapid City. Father Sudas uh, is this gentleman that uh, has the wounds of Christ, and he came in for a weekend. And um, he says this, unless you know how to give someone the Holy Spirit, uh, then a seminarian shouldn't be ordained a priest. See, this is how serious it is for him. So bring people in. Jim Beckman would be another one. Uh, bring people in who know the Holy Spirit of God and know how to pray and impart God's Spirit. That's key. So Life in the Spirit seminars do that. Um, I don't know if Sherry McDowell does any of that. I know she does up with charisms. But I'd like to say to you, you know, the nine gifts, Mr. Clinton. And find somebody who knows the Holy Spirit. And, you know, whether they're Catholic or not, I would choose a Catholic, but I know some Protestants are so plugged in. Uh, the influence of shielded to shielded to the Catholic Church. But I would say Catholic, but be open to some non-Catholics helping you because um, it, it doesn't matter at that point if you know the Holy Spirit and you know how to impart Him. And I know I may sound crazy and I'm Catholic greater, but there's some wonderful Protestants out there. That's what I'm using. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's good. That's a great advice. And I... Uh... I think that even, uh, you know, what your thought is, and, and this is one of the things, you know, Brett, um, working in the parish, we sometimes we get like, this is the program, and like, these are the resources, and this is what the book says to do, and <laughs> and sometimes just like training your your catechists and and encouraging the staff around you to be open to the Holy Spirit, and so that that, even that experience of how do we... Yeah, pass this on to the youth. How do we pass this on to the RCIA people? That it isn't just like, you know, Glenn said, just, yes, they need to know the doctrine. They need to know what they're saying yes to. Um, but how do we facilitate those encounters throughout the scope of our, our encounter, our time with the people that show up? I'm sorry, just got back in. We had some technical difficulties. Could you repeat that question for me, please? <laughs> I was just uh I you sound clearer on our end, so that's helpful. I was just confirming what you said. I just said you were oh. brilliant. <laughs> oh I didn't well, ask a question. Hey. But I did say that yeah, that the uh, uh working in a parish, you know, that um once oh. we are are praying and doing the things that you suggest, you know that with that that's the model of passing that on to other people. Um first communion kids have to know the first communion pieces and, and all those things, right? But they also have to encounter Jesus Christ. That's right. And that's not happening in the Catholic Church very often. As a matter of fact, I only know a few places that it's really happening parish-wide. There's a parish out in, uh, just east of the Twin Cities at Ham Lake. And they Mike have been doing... Mike, you, Glenn. Can you, can you hear us? Uh, I can't. I can hear you. 
fine. Can anybody hear me? Am I back in? (laughs) Weird. Can you hear me? Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA. Or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. In addition to eye exams for children and adults, Lumen Vision provides custom contact lens services for patients with keratoconus, severe dry eyes, and hard-to-fit prescriptions. These specialty contact lenses can be made for single vision, astigmatism, and multifocal prescriptions. For more information about Lumen Vision's contact lens services, our website is www.lumen.vision. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. As a working adult, you know the value of a dollar and you expect quality for your money. Now's a great time to further your education. The University of Mary offers degrees for working professionals with flexible learning options that are truly competitively priced. Apply now for any of our online programs and we'll waive your $150 enrollment fee. A quality education at an affordable price. Discover the University of Mary difference at online.umary.edu.
You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Well, hello. We're back again. Um, so today we got Glenn Gower on the line with us. You there, you there Glenn? I am. All right. Oh, boy, that's crisp yeah, and clear. Things are sounding clear. Oh, boy, we can hear you loud and clear on our end now. That's a great feel. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so we were talking with Glenn about um, really this revival of the church and this blueprint for um, how do we get people, how do we get our parishioners, our Catholic brothers and sisters to really kind of grab hold of this idea and really latch on to uh, the reality of everything we do within the church and everything in our own life has to revolve around our own personal relationship with Christ. And maybe, Glenn, you could tell us what, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is Mission Blueprint about? Yeah, Mission Blueprint, um, our um, motto is um, or mission statement, rather, is you know Jesus Christ and receive the love of the Father. So, how do you get to know the person of Jesus Christ? Honestly, why did saints become saints? They made a decision. Today, they're going to choose Christ. So, it begins with, all right, I'm a Christian. I need to make a decision here. I'm going to choose Christ today. And so, what does that look like? You have to find someone that um, that you think knows the person of Jesus Christ. I think that's the first step for me. Find someone. Now, if there is no one, and there seems to be fewer people all the time, um, have the Lord help you. Um, so in Mission Blueprint, what we're trying to accomplish is, through the conference experience, um, put men and women... And this isn't really a, we're not a youth ministry-oriented ministry. Um, help men and women experience God in their lives. So what we want to do is um, really pray with people through the conference experience. And conferences have to be fun. And you know what? Sometimes uh, the Catholic Church doesn't seem to be, fun isn't the right word, I know. We're not playing games and stuff. But the Catholic Church at times seems to be pretty stuffy. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? No response. No, I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I sometimes we do seem, and I think it's a very indicative of also our parish life. Um, I know, so I'm in two separate parishes. The one I, I live up in is up in Hill City, uh, but then I also work at the cathedral. Um, and I've been part of both of these parishes, and uh, like community um, enjoyment, wanting a desire to grow in our faith together are both fundamental pieces to both those parish communities. Uh, I've also been at parishes where, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, I would say, um, almost it's more about myself than anything else. There's no real community. Uh, we're kind of isolated. You uh, take care of your own stuff. If you're lucky, you might have form.org that you can go on on your own time, but we don't really do community event. We don't really... Uh, we're not overly welcoming, uh, and I think, yeah, we can find ourselves in that. Right. So what I'm trying to do is create the conference yeah, experience where people come, they come, they experience the power of God in their lives, 
and they get centered on prayer and then their mission. That's what we're trying to accomplish. That's great. Well, Glenn, we're going to take another short break, and we are going to bring you back so we can keep having this conversation. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. One of the region's most recognized holiday traditions, Christmas at the Cathedral presents Be Born in Me, featuring Shane McConnell, Shelley Jennings, music director Dan Goler, and actress Apollonia Davalos. Six productions, December 16th through the 19th at the Cathedral of St. Joseph. Get your tickets today at all Sioux Falls Hy-Vee locations or online at ccfesd.org. Don't miss this inspiring Christmas celebration, Christmas at the Cathedral. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Well, absolutely. Now, when I say blessing, you know, uh, everybody comes to mind. You know, Steve was just talking about when people meet him. Oh, you look way different than I imagined you'd be. Um, so when you trust in God, boy, you will have to fully trust in God. And the blessings you receive are not necessarily what you expect, but they are exactly what you need and you will grow in the way that God wants you to grow because God put you here. So anyway, you know, here I am. I'm 54 years old and I'm still growing, learning things. Um, you know, it's a never-ending fight. It's a never-ending race. And uh, of course, you got to keep in mind that it's all won. The race is won. The fight is won. Jesus won that for us. You just got to be in it. And uh, Steve put the phrase, skin in the game. That's basically it. Go out there, take a step. This is Glenn Leffer from St. Patrick's Church in Dickinson. This is Becky Brooke from St. Anthony's in Red Owl. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. 
From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. All right, we are back. This is Jacques Daniel and Brett Eckert. We're in the Mustard Seed in Rapid City, and there are a plethora of amazing Christmas gifts in here, it looks like, (laughs) and we're so grateful for the Mustard Seed. Uh, we've been having some technical difficulties, but we're hoping to, uh, to delve deeper into this conversation with Glenn Gower of Mission Blueprint. Glenn, tell us more. We were kind of talking right before the break about um, introducing people to Christ through conferences. And I know you, you've got a men's conference. Uh, maybe you've had some family conferences. Maybe tell us a little bit more about how you you are attempting to connect people to the person of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. One of the things uh, most Christians are missing is an experience. Uh, Jacques, you went to the search retreat. I went to the search retreat. Most people that I know that are working in the church went to some sort of retreat or conference and received an outpouring of grace. That's what I'm trying to do. Create a conference experience where they want to go deeper into their faith. And we'll have some supplemental things. We have some things coming up in the future uh, to help provide uh, conference attendees uh, materials to go deeper. But ultimately, to know the person of Jesus Christ is to experience him. And I found either retreat or conference, that those are the key places for people uh, to come together in community and receive grace and receive the knowledge, the experience, the person of Jesus Christ, with the power of His Holy Spirit. So we have a conference coming up, brand new, we're kicking it off, today, named Revival, March of 2022, in Brookings, South Dakota. Um, If you want to come for free, we just want you to come and experience the love of God the Father. Uh, There will be talks, testimonies, It'll be great music, and it will be a fun time. So it's a Friday night on March 25th through all day Saturday, March 26th. Again, the my interest is in putting people in a position that they would they know that there is an opportunity to receive more of God in their life. I don't think people know. I don't even think they know that. And so the other thing we're going to do in September of 2022 is do another men's conference. Um that's also going to be, at this point, in Brookings, South Dakota. So the conference or retreat experience is really what I'm after here. So, so Glenn, um, you kind of hit hit the point of the fact, like, you feel these conferences are, are great avenues in order to help people encounter the person of Jesus Christ. Um, what is it about a retreat, in your mind, that really is kind of, it's so how is it so pivotal? Like, what creates that experience at a conference? Is it the getting away? Is it kind of tuning out the world? What is it about a conference? And 
what could you say to individuals who are listening on kind of like encouraging them if you haven't went to a conference of some form to grow in your faith, why should they? Why is it so special? Well, when I think of conference or retreat, I think of pilgrimage. Um, if you want something that you've never had before, you have to be willing to do something you've never done before. And if you've never been on a conference or a retreat um, of some sort, it's a pilgrimage. Get out of your house and go and experience. What did Jesus say? Where two or three are gathered, there I am. And so this is what happens in community. People gather, and Jesus is present um, in a way that he wasn't, right, when his baptized people come together. From then on, when people come through the doors, you have to have people who know what they're doing um, or have been on conferences before to, to make it enjoyable. In other words, words <laughs> what we don't want is it to be boring. It has to... Um, it has to be uh, energetic in some sense, but it has to have meat. And that meat is really the Trinity. And I've been on retreats before where it's fun and games, and um, it's a good time, but people walk away and there's no change. They didn't have, uh, what is it in Greek, the metanoia experience, the experience of God. And so that's where I narrow in. How do I create an experience um, where people come and go, wow, God, it's real. This is wonderful. I want to bring this into my daily walk now with Him. And so that's what we're trying to accomplish in Mission Blueprint. That's exciting. And so you've got a conference in March. You've got a conference, I didn't catch that, it is the men's conference in September? September. Mm-hmm. And then what we also do dates? family camp. I'm sorry, go ahead. What are those dates? Uh, March 25th For September, and 26th. Sorry. Yeah, March 25th and 26th. Uh, we're still looking for a date for family camp, the one I didn't mention, um, either at the very end of July or the beginning of August. And I'm sorry, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but I think it's September 25th is the men's conference. And we've gotten great feedback from men. You know, um, they... they one of the stories, we hear a few stories now and then, but one of the stories that really impressed me was a man came to a men's conference up in Aberdeen, and he hadn't been to confession in 10 years. Now, I know this through a, a third party, and they emailed him and said, so-and-so went to confession for the first time in 10 years. Another gentleman never didn't have a Bible. So he called a different guy and said, hey, I, I realized I don't even have a Bible. And so he had to figure out where to get one. Mustard seeds, right? But he had to figure out where to get a Bible. <laughs> and so we're hearing stories like this, where men are engaging in their faith. And you know what? Here's, for me, this is the key for spiritual success in the Catholic Church, that men, particularly men, step up, become the best fathers, the best men they can be, and engage. Our culture has unseated the man unseated the male, and uh, created this um, perception that we're just a bunch of bumbling idiots. Um, our secular culture has done that. But I think what's missing is men, i.e. St. Joseph, right? This men's movement um, to revive the Church. So when men step up, because the women, they're just on another level. I mean, if you're married, 
you know that. <laughs> he had this intuitiveness. Um, you know, you don't have to pull a, 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 a... You don't have to trick a woman into um, getting into a relationship with the father because it comes natural to them. Men, it's another ball game. So, yeah, that's why we started men's conferences. Men, for me, are the key. But now the ladies want a retreat, so we decided to start Revival. <laughs> well, and I think... As you kind of said, I mean, it's it's staggering when you look at the statistics. As you're as you're pointing out this idea of of men and being involved within the family and being the f- the foundational uh, mover of the faith in the home and how men are so important. Uh, I mean, there's great statistics out there that show this reality that that the children follow the male. Like when there is a male model in that house that is leading in the faith, um, kids gravitate towards the faith. Um, and I think it's so important. And I think the other beautiful part is, as you kind of said, is providing opportunity. Providing an opportunity for people to get away, to go to a conference retreat. So men, women, if you haven't done this, it's super important for our faith because it allows us to get away and be in that silence and be in that just that space and that time with our Lord. And that's when all of a sudden you start realizing like, yeah, wow, God is good and he is amazing. And you have the opportunity for an encounter. I think sometimes we get ourselves so busy that we don't ever slow ourselves down for an encounter. Hopefully uh, we're going to take a, we're going to take a quick break here, Glenn, but hopefully when we come back, you mentioned something a couple of breaks ago about, um, providing some follow-up resources. So there's that piece of encountering the Lord at, at a conference retreat. But for you and for me and so many of us, uh, what happens after that can, can make or break whether these, uh, you know, an individual individual gets plugged into the life of the church and sacramental life and, you know, that discernment and direction that they need. So thank you for joining us. We're going to be back here at the Mustard Seed after the break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. 
The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Well, good morning once again. This is Brett Eckert and Jacques Daniel coming to you from the Mustard Seed Bookstore in Cath- in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, a beautiful Thursday morning. We have Glenn Gower on the line. We've been continuing our conversation uh, on reviving the church and, most importantly, um, Helping ourselves encounter the person of Jesus Christ. Um, and I think that's where it fundamentally all starts. We said uh, Glenn has started to facilitate um, conferences and retreat weekends where individuals are able to to hopefully experience the same type of life-changing experience uh, that we hear time after time on stories of when people go to a conference or a retreat. Um, and as Glenn's talked at the very, very beginning of our interview, uh, Glenn, you had an experience at a retreat as well, which really kind of shaped you in your faith life, correct? That's right. I went to a... Well, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, go ahead and tell our listeners about your experience, because, I mean, obviously you're doing a ton of work in the church and trying to bring people to Christ. Uh, What motivated all this? It was from an experience, and we'd love to hear that. Well, where it all started was uh, my girlfriend in 1988 uh, told me that Allegedly, Mary, the mother of God, was appearing in Europe. Now, I'm not going to touch on whether she's appearing or not or has appeared. But what <laughs> happened to me on that trip home is, if that is true, if Mary is appearing, and we know she appeared in Fatima, if that's true, then God had to be real. And if God's real, how come I'm not living for Him? Uh, these, these thoughts came into my head. And so I went into basic training summer of uh, 1988, and uh, that's kind of where my conversion started, because I needed God, because it was rough. And God started speaking to me. Now, I never heard an audible voice, but he started speaking. These thoughts were coming to my head, and I had the thought to make the search retreat. So I did. made the search retreat, um, spring of 1989, and that of the issue whether or not God was real. I was really an agnostic. I was a Catholic boy for 19 years, agnostic. <coughs> so... I made a couple more retreats, but I realized I was still living for myself, and there was a problem with that. And so I decided to surrender my whole life to the person of Jesus Christ. I will no longer desire to play drums for Bon Jovi, right? I mean, that's really what I wanted to do, be a drummer. And got whatever God wanted, that I would do. Well, what happened is, I on the Feast of um, Annunciation, I... I, I think it was a fallen away Catholic at the time. He evangelized me, which, which simply means began asking me questions. He asked me if I knew Jesus. Well, I said, I'm Catholic. I don't know. So what, are we supposed to? <laughs> and then he said something even stranger. Do you know the person of the Holy Spirit? And I answered him this way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that bird. Because in second grade, when Sister Austin taught us about the Holy Spirit, there was this huge dove. 
pedagogically, I don't think you should do that. Anyway, so <laughs> eventually, within the hour, he led me to this place, this house in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Three people laid hands on my shoulder and asked the Holy Spirit to come, fill me, inebriate me, and it happened. I experienced the love of God, my Heavenly Father. Somehow, my intellect, without, um, without any doubt, knew that God the Father was real. And I had, there's two things that I really experienced, the Father's love and the Father's peace. In all these years, I had been really kind of in some way looking for my dad because he died in, when I was three years old. But the guy I was really looking forward to meeting is, or really looking for, rather, was God the Father. And so that night was a life-changing moment. I experienced the love and power of God, and I'll never forget it as long as I live. Hence, that's the impetus, because I realized in the Catholic Church world, so few people have had that experience, and I couldn't figure out why. But that really is the impetus for Mission Blueprint put people in a position to know that this is possible and also to receive it. And that's what happened to you, Jacques. At one point, you received this power of God, and a lot of my friends, you know, at Franciscan University, or even before that, in Aberdeen, at the Newman Center, we received God's Holy Spirit, and they were life-changing moments. It changed that whole Newman Center in Aberdeen, South Dakota, at Northern State. It really, that Newman Center became alive. So, it's this experience which is confirmation. That's really what, if you want to narrow it down, the sacrament of confirmation is not being, um, is not well understood by church workers. And what happened to me is my confirmation experience happened many years later. Well, and I think you hit, uh, when you said it completely changed the, your, the Newman Center in regards to when people encounter Jesus Christ... Like, beautiful, I mean, beautiful transformations happen. You know, when I encounter the love of Jesus Christ, and I realize how much He loves me, and that deep desire that He has to be intimate with me and in my life and, and know everything about me, um, and to be able to see His love that He pours out for me, I then want to share the greatest gift in the world with everybody around me. So I think you hit it in regards to, first, it comes down to the encounter, and then uh, it's it's evangelizing, um, and I mean this has been a huge huge push within the the entirety of the church is the new evangelization. This idea of the new evangelization is first and foremost to evangelize Catholics, like that we encounter right. the love of Jesus Christ and then share it, um, because it, it's always crazy. Uh, we're willing to tell everybody and anybody if we went to the best burger joint in town. Um, we're actually right down the street from one of the... I, I'm a huge Que Pasa fan. I hadn't went there until like a year ago. And There's a restaurant called Que Pasa. And immediately after I went to Que Pasa, I went and I told my wife. And I'm like, oh, Danielle, like, Que Pasa? This is the real... This is good stuff. This is really good food. And so we went the next week. Um, but we don't do that with our faith. And we see that a lot. And I think it's really amazing to see um, the work that you're putting together and, and just this idea of how do we help people encounter Christ because it is life-changing. It is life-changing. And it's the, I think the single most important thing there is. 
It's, and it's so simple. God actually loves you. I mean, He really, really does love you. And are you willing to accept that and receive? See, receiving is the key. When you think about all the seven sacraments, right? What's the one uh, thing they all have in common? We receive them. So we have to first understand that God really does love me, which I don't know why sometimes, right? <laughs> but then receive him. Come, Holy Spirit. Now, I've heard this said, Jacques, you would probably know more than me, that I think it was Maximilian Colby would often stop and say, Come, Holy Spirit, throughout the day. Or, Father, fill me with your love. Can you imagine doing that 20 times a day for the rest of your life? What would that do to you? So, yeah, it's, it's about receiving this love of God the Father, Jesus Christ, which is the Holy Spirit, the whole point of confirmation. But confirmation has been turned into a graduation when there's this group of young men and women who are now confirmed leave the Church. And what did Jesus say? And this might sound harsh, but I don't know how else to say it. We have the blind leading the blind. Well, I think you've brought up some, some amazing stuff today for us, Glenn. And I think it it is kind of a wake-up call um, for the churches and the parishes. And uh, we can't pass on what we don't have. Um, and I, I just want to say thank you for joining us today, Glenn. Um, it's been great having this conversation. Um, a continued blessings in all the work that you're doing. Um, and hopefully, as you said, um, that parishes really latch on to this and, and realize the deep desire that we all have innately in us to encounter the love of Jesus Christ and finding ways to facilitate that. Because as you kind of said, the doctrine and the X's and O's, shall we say, I'm a football coach, so that kind of comes out. The X's and O's, the what's, the the who's are really important. But if there's no relationship with Jesus Christ, um, it's all really for naught. It's not like it's it's head knowledge, no heart knowledge. So thanks for joining us today, Glenn. So Jacques, anything that Glenn said that really sparks um, anything in your mind? You know, all of it. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of good things to talk about. But um, yeah, I get just to repeat. Yeah, we need to from the top down need to encounter Jesus Christ so that we can pass that on and and people who have done that, uh, you know, can do that again. And so. Um, taking a good hard look at the way that we do things and, you know, working at the diocese, it's the same way. Sometimes you get in this sort of, this is the way we do things and this is how we've done it for 30 years or whatever. And, uh, and we've kind of got all our ducks in a row, but, uh, but are we connected to Jesus Christ, the person of Christ and the love of the father and are we passing that on? So Thank you, Glenn. Is there a quick way that you can uh, give to us that people can connect to Mission Blueprint? You bet. Go to the website, mission-blueprint.org. Come check me out. Send me a little message. And, um, yeah, uh, come to one of our conferences. Somehow just get there. (laughs) Well, and those are in Brookings coming up uh, in March and then September, and then the Family Life one uh, will be coming up shortly. So thank you, Glenn, once again. Hey, you bet. Thank you, guys. Join us after the break. We'll have some more uh, amazing guests for Real Presence Live here from the Mustard Seed in Rapid City. Rapid City.